Let's go down to the holy river. Welcome to Prince Drive by Track, I'm your host Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Sex in the Summer uh, from Emancipation, recorded at Paisley Park in the summer of 1996, uh, released on the 19th of November 1996. On the track we have a sample of Funkadelic playing good old music, um, which starts the song out, and um, for the first half it is mostly Prince. Then the song transitions and we have a song which includes Prince, Eric Leeds, Rhonda Smith, Kathy Dyson and Ricky Peterson. Uh, the track itself is 5 minutes 56 and joining me to talk about it today is Zachary Hoskins. Hello Zachary. Hey. In terms of like a genre, I'm not quite sure what, it always feels kind of odd to try and pick, but I feel like because the song, first of all, is is basically stealing, you know, like a, a funkadelic song, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, it kind of, it feels like this is a deliberately kind of funky song. Um, and then for the second half, I don't know, it, it's, it stays kind of in the same mode. Like, it doesn't change a huge amount. Um, but it feels like because you've got the addition of, you know, Kathleen Dyson on guitar, it feels like maybe it has a bit more of a kind of rock edge to it for the second half. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure kind of really how to classify it. Um, yeah, it's sort of, uh, I think of it kind of as like middle-aged funk. <laughs> like Emancipation, I think of as... <laughs> Uh, I, I like to call it Prince's grown and sexy album because it's it's very much like, you know, I'm in my 30s. I'm a family man now, but I but I still know how to party. Like, that's kind of the that's the vibe that this album gives me. <laughs> and it's worth saying that, you know, the original title of the track, as as it was listed, you know, in one of the various lineups of, of uh, Emancipation originally, uh, was conception mm. you know which kind of makes sense given what is forming the beat of this song which you know obviously we'll get into discussion of that in a little moment right so it's interesting that you know you have conception and then the song after this on the album um is if i remember correctly uh is one kiss at a time mm. um which had a different title as well um you know when it was first recorded um, and, you know, so it's kind of almost like, you know, you have Prince talking here about, you know, sex in the summer. And then in one kiss at a time, he's describing like consummating the act, basically. Um, <laughs> and there's a reference. There's also a reference in that to Valentine's, which, of course, was when Prince got married, you know, Valentine's Day 1996. Mm-hmm. So I get like that. This almost feels like the build up to, you know, uh, the marriage. And then one kiss at a time feels like the wedding night. And then as we get further into this disc, you know, we're saying this is the opening of the second disc, uh, which is mostly about Maite. Right. Um, you know, as we progress, we get to, um, well, in Joint to Joint, there's a bit where Prince almost gives like a little quiz as to how well you know Prince. Um, and, and for the record, you know, he, he likes uh, Captain Crunch with soy milk. Uh, and, and then, you, you know, you, you then have Let's Have a Baby and then, you know, you get Saviour and then you finish the disc with Friend, Lover, Sister, Mother, Wife. So it, it, this is out of the entire of this, you know, gigantic album. This disc feels like the one with the kind of clearest progression of, you know, Prince meeting Maite, consummating his relationship deciding to have a baby right and then her becoming a mother and that seems to be the progression of of like the songs right yeah i was i was starting to think it's it's got a little bit of a concept album arc to it but then i looked at the track listing and i saw that randomly www.email.com <laughs> is in the middle of all this i don't know i don't know where that fits into the narrative but uh but other than that yeah. song i would say you could you could 
you could make a story out of this. Yeah, and I'd say as well, like Curious Child, you know, describes Maite. Um, right. You know, probably not in the best way to describe your your <laughs> you know twenty year old bride. Um, <laughs> and then obviously, and then obviously, dreaming about you as well. You know, that is obviously you know Prince saying, "When I'm alone in your womb, I, I can't stop dreaming about you." So obviously, it's a song about you know being away from Maite, maybe on tour. You know, like there is. It feels like if you wanted to do a jukebox musical by Prince, you have pretty much the entire thing just on this second disc. Right. Um. You know, that's kind of how clear kind of the narrative is but you know we have um <laughs> we have sex in the summer uh which starts with this sample um you know the kind of the drum sample at the very beginning um and then for the kind of basis of the music you have this kind of i don't know how to describe it it's almost like a wah-wah keyboard sound mm. um that kind of perpetuates most of the song until we we kind of uh until we take a turn about halfway through um you know and it has this kind of, I mean, I don't know if I call it a story song, but there is this, I mean, it almost it almost feels like Prince is, is maybe, you know, sitting there in uh, Paisley Park uh, <laughs> during the summer of 1996 while Maite is pregnant. And he maybe on the radio comes Will Smith's Summertime and he thinks, <laughs> you know, I can probably do a song that's just as good as that song, because that's what it feels like to me. It feels like it's. Um, I wouldn't say like a, a like a it's not like a rip off or anything, but the idea of describing stuff that's happening during the summer. Right. Um, right. It, the, the, I mean, Will Smith was not the first to do it. You know, there's there's um, there's that that uh, what is it? You know, hot town summer in the city. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, like so blood, pe- sweat and tears. I think. Uh, yeah. So so people have kind of there has always been a certain kind of genre of song that describes what is going on during the heat of right. the summer. But this definitely and, has more of a Will Smith vibe, I think, though, because it's yeah, oh, and also yeah. like uh, obviously Sly and the Family Stone, hot fun in the summertime. But this is very much like I'm on the beach, checking for bikinis, <laughs> you know. Like uh, <laughs> it, it definitely has that uh, that kind of Fresh Prince uh, feel to it. Yeah, and uh, and the thing is as well is you know, um, uh, I mean, I feel like there is, there is definitely a sample that is underneath summertime because it, it has that um um oh i think it's summertime madness by call and the gang mm. which is like the sample that is used underneath it because it you also have that that kind of um that i don't know how to describe it, but it's just a noise that keeps getting higher and higher and higher <laughs> in summertime it just and prince kind of seems to be doing a similar thing here with this where he has like certain samples that seem to keep getting higher as the song goes on and you know i i like i don't th- i mean the drums at the start you get it as the intro and then it, it kind of forms a little bit of the kind of the basis of the song but prince very quickly kind of gets away from that and then once you have you know prince's new band you know playing with him you you kind of are in a place where like you're completely away from that sample in it <laughs> and and it's it's the song has basically transitioned into something different but yeah you know we have prince in the chorus saying sex in the summer getting it on give me that number we can party all night long uh and like you said checking for bikinis laying in the sand and then rub it like a genie living while we can um <laughs> so is that me is that suntan lotion or i mean you know, i mean i would have it to could be going yeah. in any number of directions but uh, i have to i have to assume prince is is insisting on being sun safe and yeah yes you need yeah. to you need to put some lotion on he was very pale in the 90s so this probably was a concern for him <laughs> you know that he didn't want to get sunburned <laughs> yeah at the same time i can't even imagine in the hottest summer in um in minneapolis that anyone would be wearing bikinis right uh, all that you know i say that although in the video for um 
clocking the jizz. I think it is. There, are, there are people wearing bikinis. So. And there's and, and there's Prince's his uh, man key. Oh yeah, he's in, in yeah, he's man key. So yeah. I, I definitely yeah. think that he's wearing that when he's uh, <laughs> in, in in this in this story that we're getting. <laughs> yeah, um, and of course it, he describes here afternoon in the city somewhere in July, which I, <laughs> I kind of like that phrase. It like it kind of like works. Mm-hmm. Um, I like and I like to imagine that it is sometime around the twenty second, which is my birthday. So you know I can I can count this as a birthday song. Um, and he says policemen acting. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's like, no, please tell me, Prince. Yeah, that's a police, little, how are a the little uh, political content there. Yeah. I didn't actually catch that until I looked at the lyrics. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing is, it's the first time I ever heard this song, that policeman acting, yeah, you know, was like the first thing that I remember like being like, what is he? Wait there. Um, and then he says, de-elevate a brother's high. And I mean, I've never known Prince to be a person to kind of talk too much about drugs. Obviously, there's a little bit of that on... Um, I'm trying to remember the song that basically embarrasses the hell out of me on Chaos and Disorder, <laughs> um, where he, he mentions where he mentions that. But um, yeah, so, you know, obviously he's talking about the police confiscating people's drugs. Mm. Sounds like something that they should be doing. But I guess, you know, you know, Prince is obviously uh, not happy about that. He says, Mama's in the short chest, broing in the breeze. The papa's just praying for a gust that will bust that butt out, please. <laughs> and like you said, this is Prince, like, 38 years old. Yeah, um, you know, seeing uh, ladies wearing short dresses and just hoping for a gust of wind so yeah. that you can see they're 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 behind. Uh, you know, he's Which... a dad, but he's he's not dead yet. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And then of course, you know, we get the chorus again, and each time the chorus starts, we have that that sample of the the kind of drum fill at the beginning of it, and you know, there's there's a nice little kind of keyboard hook as well um, going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we then kind of get back to the, the verse where Prince says, everybody's got a black book in case of emergency <laughs> and uh, in case the sun is shining at the beach and the honeys are out to play. Um, the cool boys just are watching all the pretty moves you make, fronting in the sun, jamming for the one lover that you want to take home. <laughs> and I always find it weird that, like, on those particular lines, he has the moves you make. And he rhymes that with the what the lover that you want to take, but then he adds the word home, like, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird little touch, you know. Uh, and then we kind of go back to the chorus again. Then we kind of get this this thing where Prince is like, "Sex in the summer," and then he says, "Sex in the summertime, it will be fine," you know, checking out Mahalia's greatest in the upper room. And I, I I'm not hundred percent sure who Mahalia is. I think it's uh, I think it's Mahalia Jackson. Uh, yeah, okay, which is a, a very uh, apropos of nothing reference, um, but I guess in between all of this bikini wearing and girl watching, he's also listening to gospel music. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's doing that, and then he says, "When my boy Kirk comes singing, hope we get together soon." And he actually <laughs> sings that part. Mm-hmm. Like up until this part, most of this has been kind of just you know him not rapping again, but just kind of narrating, right? Um, you know, and he says we can fire up the Honda and pick up Ronda, <laughs> and and now the thing is, as he sings, uh, what I love about this song is as he sings that we hear Ronda playing the bass. <laughs> so when he says we can fire up the Honda, there's like a really like prominent bass like uh, lick being played, and then he says pick up Ronda and we could jam on a brand new tune. And of course, he says, improvise all through the night. It'll be just like having and sex in the summer. Um, now, the, the weirdest th- <laughs> the weirdest thing is, you know, like, I don't know how improvising through the night is like having sex in the summer, getting it on. I mean, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't equate, you know, in being in a rehearsal room with a bunch of musicians as right. the same as having sex in the summer. <laughs> it's probably hot in there, I guess, with all, you know. Well, yeah, I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, with all the equipment, probably. Um, but yeah, and, and then, you know, the song then kind of, you know, takes like it kind of turns into a slightly different song, you know, where Prince, he starts singing um, Can't You Feel a New Day Dawning or Believers Will See and then to Suffering and Every Disease. Again, this song has taken a religious turn. Yeah. <laughs> um, every waking hour will soon be spent kissing our angelic sisters and brothers. Clap your hands for one another. We'll be having sex in the summer <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back to the beach party yeah this is yeah. this is very this is that that sex religion duality is it's very prince and for, you know for the second half of the song we kind of get like before it transitions we get these kind of low kind of chords um and then it kind of turns into a slightly different song it's kind of in the same mode mm-hmm. but it's like the instrumentation kind of changes you know we have a bit of saxophone coming in like i said there's a kind of more prominent bass in there um, and then we kind of get the addition of the guitar and uh, Ricky P, normally credited for additional whatever, um, on this is actually credited for piano. Mm. So, you know, it, like kind of unusual that he gets just piano and not just like keyboards. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing Prince, you know, probably had his piano brought out or something and was like, you know, Ricky, play that. But yeah, and then we kind of have this whole thing of, um, <laughs> I mean, Prince starts saying... Uh, rub me, rub me, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, most of the second half is just kind of the repetition of "Sex in the Summer," getting it on, you know, and the kind of "Sex on the Sex in the Summer," getting it, get it on, mm. um, and then at one point, Prince is right on, and then get it on again, like <laughs> you know, and the song finishes just with kind of like "Sex in the Summer," um, as all the best songs do. You know, sing the title of the song. Right. And finish yeah, it. that's one of Prince's favorite tricks. I think we've learned uh, in the course of this podcast. And so, you know, I I think like in terms of like the, I, I feel like it's really weird because you have you know this thirty six track album, right? Um, but but obviously at the time when this came out, you know, um, either you had it on three cassettes or you had it on three CDs, and realistically, I mean, I had it on cassette. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, and then I bought it on CD for a bargain price of six pounds a few years later. Uh, but realistically, people are only like, I'm. It's you know, unless you had, you know, a three CD changer or whatever, um, you were only realistically ever going to listen to one of these as an album. Like, you know, you'd listen to maybe the first disc and then you'd think to yourself, well, I'll listen to something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, you know, like <laughs> each each of the each of these discs feels like a kind of self-contained album in each case, you know, and they kind of have um, like, you know, like we said, this this album sort of has a bit of a structure starting with Sex in the Summer and finishing up with Friend, Lover, Sister, Mother, Wife. Mm-hmm. And I would say the same is kind of true of the next disc, which starts with Slave mm-hmm. um, and finishes with Emancipation, which... Those are kind of the two more obvious bookends on that album. And even the, you know, the previous album you have, you know, it starts with Jam of the Year, which kind of has the car starting up and all that kind of sound effects beginning. And it finishes with the kind of feedback of In This Bed I Scream, you know, <laughs> which is just like a guitar sitting against a speaker for like 30 seconds. So it's if you kind of view this as the start of an album, I think this is like a really good track to kind of, you know, start the album. In fact, I'd say it's probably, uh, I would put it maybe a notch above Jam of the Year, which I still feel is a really good start to an album. But yeah. I feel like this is, a, this is a stronger start to this kind of second disc. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it, it, it both, it, it sort of, it sort of sets up the kind of, not narrative, but the sort of theme of this disc, even though, I mean, the, the connections to 
conceiving his child are are very tenuous you know lyrically at least but you've got the heartbeat and you've got the just kind of the you know you can tell that he's in a he's in a good place uh you know emotionally it's a it's a very kind of joyful song and it has that sort of hopeful element with the you know where uh the the sort of religious turn (laughs) that we talked about every waking hour will soon be spent kissing each other so yeah it sort of sets the stage for this this album within an album of love songs for Maite. And I, I mean, obviously, you know, you just mentioned it, but I don't think we've really gone into detail, which is the main, the main beat that kind of comes in after uh, the sampled beat from good old music is, is the heartbeat of Maite and Prince's unborn child. Right. Like that, that kind of the sound from the ultrasound is, is the main kind of beat, you know, until we get to the second half of the song and then it's, it's completely absent by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though you have kind of the, the, the wooing of the crowd or whatever, like the, when it comes, <laughs> kind of, when it takes that turn into the second half, they, they basically stop with the loop of the heartbeat. And that was originally like, you know, the, the, the loop of the heartbeat was the part that formed what was known as conception. Um, and then, you know, the kind of the second half was, was kind of added later on. So I'm guessing conception would have been a song that was would have been about two and a half minutes, three minutes long. Right. And then obviously Prince has expanded it into this, you know, near six minute song, you know. But yeah, it's it's like a really kind of upbeat. And, you know, like you say, Prince is in a good place. You know, he's hearing the, the heartbeat of his child. And this is, you know, this is a very positive song. You know, even if he is... Uh, you know he's married to Maite, and yet he's still wishing for a gust of wind to to blow someone's skirt up. Um, so uh, you know that kind of, that still kind of amuses me. It's like he even after he's married, he he just can't quite give up being you know the the, the 80s prince, right? Um, you know, and, and I think that's quite interesting. But yeah, obviously you know kind of the heartbeat in retrospect becomes a little bit more tragic. Um, right, probably a reason why Prince never performed this song live. By the time by the time the album came out, I'm gonna guess this probably wasn't a song that Prince really wanted to revisit. Um, you know, and I can only imagine for Maite, you know, this, you know, if if you were someone, I don't, I'm, I can't think that Maite would ever listen to Emancipation. Right. Um, and and I certainly think if she ever did, she would probably avoid this song completely because yeah, it's very strange. Just you know, because of the historical circumstances of what happened you know this like really carefree like honestly kind of lightweight summer jam but because it has that ultrasound recording it yeah it just had it takes on it gets very heavy when you when you think about it in that context you know i don't i don't feel the need to kind of mention this on every single song but i feel on this song it is important to say you know you know prince and maite you know their son was born and you know, basically she never left the hospital. You know, right. they, they, Maite went to the hospital. They were there with him uh, for a few days. Basically, you know, he just, he never, like the, the kind of the, the I think it's Pfeiffer's syndrome is, is the name of it. He had no chance of living basically. And, and so, you know, it, it, it's kind of very, it's kind of it does put a bit of a tragic turn on this song. The song itself is always, you know, is upbeat and happy <laughs> and everything. But just knowing that, you know, you have to, when you listen to the song, I still enjoy the song, mm-hmm. but there's always, there's, there's a certain point where you'll, you'll hear that, that fetal heartbeat and you'll kind of catch yourself and you'll think, you know, Amir would have been 22 now, 23. Right. And, and that's kind of around the age that Prince was doing. Well, by the time Prince was 23, he'd negotiated for Purple Rain. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and you kind of think to yourself, what what would, you know, what would Amir Nelson have been doing today? Like, mm-hmm. you know, would he is would he have been as talented as his father? You know, would, like, how would Prince have brought this child up? Would he have, you know, 
made him learn every instrument yeah. like he did. You know, would he have been been out on tour with him at age ten or something? Like, what would what would that life have been, or would that have stopped Prince from touring? You know, maybe Prince would have kind of, you know, said, you know, just released albums rather than than spending all his time touring. You know, like it would. I feel like it would have had such a huge impact on his life. Oh yeah, had a had a mere live that it's it's kind of interesting to, you know, kind of just think about that and, and kind of you know just think what if. You know, what if that had happened? You know, Prince and Maite, they'd be, you know, celebrating their 25th anniversary in a couple of years time. Right, right. You know, it just, yeah, it just it's it's kind of weird that this this is one of the songs that kind of forces you to kind of think about that. Mm. You know, there are a handful, you know, there are a couple of other songs on this disc in particular where you are kind of confronted with the idea of, of what happened around the time of this album's release. Um, you know, other than the album being released and, you know, Prince kind of going on a bit of a media blitz. I'd still say, though, for me, um, I would say four out of five, and I only say that because I feel like the kind of sh- the shift later in the song is kind of it's I don't know it's it's a little too kind of obvious, mm. and and it kind of me like I feel like if Prince had taken the second half of the song and, and kind of extended it out and really done something with it, you know that could have been a really good song, and I feel like conception as a song it could have finished you know kind of decisively at a certain point, and that would have been another kind of really good song. Mm. I feel like kind of turning one song into another song and sometimes it works you know there, there, you know, there are a handful of Beatles songs that are just other songs kind of smushed together right um, but I feel in this case it's kind of like uh, the transition doesn't really work for me uh, and so I don't think I can go any higher than a four out of five you know I, I feel like uh, maybe if the second half of the song had kind of been you know jammed out a bit more and kind of turned into a more substantial song maybe that would have been a five out of five but I feel as it is the kind of the join shows a little bit too much. Uh, and so I can't go any higher than a four. Yeah. Well, it's sort of interesting. Cause I, I, I feel like we have an example of on, on emancipation of Prince doing something similar and kind of making this like multi movement song, perhaps out of multiple songs, which is joint to joint. And I think that that is probably a little bit more successful or at least it's it's a it's a little bit more the the turn is a little bit more interesting there yeah um uh yeah so i mean i would also i would also give it a four though just because this isn't necessarily a song that i really like reach for uh and it's not uh it's not i wouldn't put it in like my top you know my top 20 prince songs or or anything like that (laughs) but it's just like it's just so kind of it's just so good natured that you can't really you, you can't be too negative about it. It's 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 just a it's just a fun song, um, despite uh, you know again all of the baggage that comes with it. It is there's a lot of dissonance in it being such a happy song with such a you know heartbreaking uh, story behind it. Yeah. But the song on its own is. Um, is just sort of like too much fun to hate. So yeah, yeah, four out of five. I mean, it's funny because like there have been times in the past where you know people I'll say that oh I'm a fan of Prince and they'll be like oh what's what's like your top ten favorite Prince songs and I'll have to say to them do you know there's an album that he released that has thirty six songs yeah, on it by itself right. <laughs> and I I think I could probably give you a top ten. Of songs from just that one album, right? So there's no way I'm going to be able to give you a top ten of everything in his career. Yeah, um, but I would say Sex in the Summer is probably, you know, if I was to whittle this down to just a single album, I would say Sex in the Summer is probably going to be one of the songs that I would keep. Oh yeah, definitely um, on that single album. You know, I feel it's at least let's let's say we whittle it down to twelve. It's at least a top twelve 
on emancipation at the very right. least right um you know in ter- obviously you know in past we in the past we've kind of graded on a curve dependent on the album and i feel like that's almost impossible to do with emancipation because it's <laughs> yeah. such a big album yeah um you know you can have a top 30 and you're still missing like six songs from the album um you know i'll, I'll let's say top 35 because i don't feel the plan is really a song right um, you know but uh yeah so i feel like we said about as much as we can about sex in the summer so uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Zachary? Yes. So I um, have a blog where I am going through uh, much more slowly than Darren um, talking about Prince songs in order. It's called Dance Music Sex Romance. There's also a podcast attached to that, and it's uh, you can find it at princesongs.org. I also recently released a magazine, a physical magazine, although you can also get it on PDF, uh, with my sister, who is an artist. It's about Prince. The first issue is about Prince, and it's called Dystopian Dance Party. And you can find that on Blurb. We publish through Blurb. So if you just go to blurb.com and search Dystopian Dance Party, it's there. You can order it. I'm really happy with how it turned out. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Not sure what you would. Thanks for being my guest here today, Zachary. Oh, thank you for having me. And otherwise, good night. <laughs> 